one-of-a-kind music immersion experience. Prepare to enter the zone. We are on the air. Hello, 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 hello. This is Nephi Winchester, and this is Radio Free Lo-Fi, and I'm here with my host, Johnny B-Tastic. What's up, Johnny? What's going on, man? Another, another day, another dollar, huh? Yeah, it's exactly. Another day, another dollar. I don't know where my dollar's at because I haven't, you know, really done anything, but anyway. So, exactly. yeah, well, you know, how are you doing with the heat? Because the heat right here, I mean, we're, we're broadcasting right now from Texas, and the heat is... Not yet scorching, but it's getting there. How about on your side where you're at right now? Yeah, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna get some some high temperatures this this summer. So if you're in Texas, prepare for it. Yeah. If you're anywhere else, man, you, you're, you're probably a lot luckier, especially if you're up north or out west. But uh, yeah, it is what it is, and we'll keep doing what we do. Yeah, I was out there and uh, getting all sweaty and sticky. I was actually digging a hole and. I just had that sweat trickling down my skin and looked really sexy. But are you trying to, we, we got to be burying some of the, the tapes that people you <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's a good idea. I've got a couple of demo tapes I should have buried, but, uh, I might, I might use them for skeet shooting. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Come on. I'm not that. Well, we might do, uh, just let our listeners know we might have a, a make it or break it type of thing. You know what? That- up with- that's a great idea. I tell you what, we'll do. We'll, we'll mic up a, uh, a uh, hammer and a, and a tape, and we'll, you'll say "make it or break it," and we'll just I'll just smash the damn thing right here, you know, exactly. live, live. So, so this show is a we're doing something a little different. We, uh, oh Johnny, decided to interview a label, an independent label. I guess what you call now they call a DIY label. You want to tell us about it? The label is called Killer Tofu Records. Uh, they're out of uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, Lance is uh, the, the guy in charge over there, and and the interview went really well. You know, he's also in several bands himself, and uh, so he comes at things from being a musician and also running, a, running an independent label. Uh, all of their music is available on uh, on Bandcamp. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So is it is it kind of a? I, th- I think we have a couple clips we're going to be playing today as well, but I mean. How do they do this? Do you know anything about as far as he kind of makes it himself? Because I know the trend right now is, I think we've talked about this before, is everybody kind of doing their own thing. They don't need to go to, uh, you know, major manufacturers and doing like these big old runs of all these thousands of CDs or at least a thousand CDs. At least in our area, it's about a thousand CDs, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly the same way he's doing it. I mean, he, he gets submissions of all types, you know. He gets submissions, guys have done the stuff, recorded in their basement. He gets submissions of stuff that, you know, that people have really polished stuff that's been done in a professional studio. So you, you never know, man. I mean, it's a combination of a lot of different things, but, I mean, it is an endo, uh, indie uh, distro label, and, you know, and it, it is an opportunity for those artists out there who are looking for something, you know, to try to promote some things. So, I mean, you know, I definitely, I think that our listeners will be interested in some of the artists. Okay, cool. Well, let's let's listen to one of them. I think this is called... Engines, the silence. So let's check them out. They're on Killer Tofu Records. That's www.killertofurecords.com.
Okay. That was uh, very good. What do you think? That was uh, quite interesting, man. Remind me of some of the stuff we used to listen to back in the day. Yeah. I, I really like the vocals. I like the, the guitar. sound very powerful. And, uh, yeah, I, I really liked it. Kind of a cool, kind of cool vibe. So, what was the name? What was the name of that artist again? Engines, the silence. What's what is what? What it's called? The the silence. Okay. And how how can our listeners get a hold of that one? On Bandcamp, you can find them on Bandcamp. Actually, you can look up. Um, they have a little search menu there on uh, on Bandcamp. It says um, you can enter like the different labels or whatever names. But you can either put engines or you can put Killer Tofu, and it'll bring it up. But that's that's a pretty cool tune. I like it. I like the vocals. I like the guitar. Very powerful. Very, I don't know. Very driven. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, like I don't know, man. Kind of a, a kind of like if if uh, what's her name from Cute had sang more. Oh, um, was it what was her name? Amy. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Amy from Cute. Yes. That, yeah. She. She. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. When she's actually she sang pretty cool, and then she played the bass on top of that. Yeah, it, it was, uh, yeah, I really, I, I enjoyed this. And I, I hope to hear more of, you know, I haven't listened to all his um, catalog on, on Bandcamp, but this is a kind of cool one. There's a, there, he had some uh, other ones that uh, he suggested to us. I think, what is it? Uh, uh, there's one of them called King Slender, called King Bubble. King, yeah, King Slender, Bubble Buster, Tell Your Friends. So you want to check okay. that one out? Let's just check out King Slender. Cool. Check it out. The whole world's scared. Why shouldn't I be? Get my way up. 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 Get my way
getting slender. That's pretty cool. <laughs> they were, that was awesome, man. That's, that's, you know, that's kind of a, again, you know, that same kind of stuff that we kind of listened to for mm-hmm. a long time. So it's kind of, kind of like a trip down memory lane with, uh, both of these artists, man. I mean, definitely, uh, uh, a good vibe, and I kind of, I kind of, li- I like the guitar. I like the vocals in that. Not too heavy. I mean, sometimes you get, you know, some of those screaming vocals, and they kind of drown things out a little bit. But this was kind of a good balance. I, I, I did that. Yeah, is it well balanced? You know what I'm noticing too that I, um, what's unique about this this label too is that I like the way they 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 release a lot of their stuff on, uh, what do you call it, vinyl, and it looks like they release some stuff on cassette and cdr which that's cool too i mean again it's kind of doing that diy thing and i'm a big supporter of diy and diy labels so that's real cool you want to go ahead and move into the interview with uh what's his name lance yeah lance Uh uh-huh okay cool let's let's go ahead and check out the the interview with him and then we'll come back with another tune and talk about that let's go there now well we're here with Lance Labar uh, with Killer Tofu Records. Uh, welcome to the show, man. Well, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you know, this, you're the first uh, label uh, guy that we've actually had. You know, that has uh, has his own his own label in addition to being an artist. Uh, I think one of the first things I'd like to ask you, as far as that's concerned, as far as the listeners. Uh, tell me a little bit about that. How do you, how do you balance being a musician yourself versus, you know, running, running the label with, with other artists? Um, it's not that hard because, uh, a lot of the artists I work with, I, I'm friends with and I like. So sometimes it's like, what do I like want to succeed more? Like, do I want to like play more shows or do I want to like release more things? So, like, luckily, that hasn't really, I've been able to give both the needed attention without kind of ignoring the one. Well, that's good, you know, and I, and I can imagine that can be kind of difficult. Uh, you, you mentioned that a lot of these artists are friends of yours. Uh, tell me a little bit about, you know, how did, how did, how did the label start? What was the idea for it? And, you know, how, how has that come to, to fruition? Well, uh, I forget, like, when I first had the idea, but it's just, like, something that I really wanted to do. And then, like, I even, uh, like, right away, like, there were, like, local bands that I liked. And I was like, hey, let me, let me, let me put out your record, like, actual vinyl. And, like, they were all like, no, no, it's fine. Don't. And so, like, I didn't. And then, like, I kind of, like, was like, oh, I guess, I guess it won't happen. And then, uh, like, my band recorded our album. And then I was like, oh, like, why don't I just, like, release it myself and then I can kind of start this thing and then uh then you know once you actually start putting things out then um, then that's what gets the interest from other people and then so like as soon as I did uh our first tape because a lot of my first releases were tapes because they were like easy and cheap to to make uh like once I started once I put mine out then other uh, people in bands were like, oh, like, why don't you put my tape out too? So it was funny seeing well, like no one wanted me to to do it or thinking I was just like joking or whatever. And then like once you actually start, then everyone's like, oh. 
you know, put, put my put my tape out or whatever. Well, yeah. I mean, I I definitely get that. I mean, so so it's literally. You, you said that when you when you started, you had these conversations with these local bands that you liked, and you asked them, "Hey, let me put out your stuff," and they were like, "No, I'm not. We're not. We're not interested in doing that or whatever." And then you said, as you started to do it on your own, they started to think, see, you were serious about it. And then uh, once they once they caught on with that and saw that, hey, this guy's really legit, then they started contacting you. Right? Is that kind of how it worked? Yeah, pretty much. Like, a lot of, uh, like, obviously there are some people who I've reached out to, but, like, most of them are bands who have actually reached out to me, which is, like, a really cool feeling, too. Like, even, like, early on, like, uh, I think it was my fourth release, so, like, I wasn't even, like, too into it or definitely not well-known, like, let alone, like, even in my own area, let alone, like, throughout the world, but, like, I had a, a band from North Dakota, like, message me, and like, oh, like, put our tape out. And, like, I live in Pennsylvania, so that's, like, you know, a distance. But that's also the power of the Internet, too, which is cool. Because um, even just, like, some of the things that I've sold online, you know, I've had to mail things to, like, Australia or Greece or stuff like that, and it's just, like, wow, like, I can't believe anyone knows this. How do you how do you promote the label? Do you do it? Uh, do you do a lot of self promotion? Uh, do you have you know a marketing plan in place? I mean that that's because if if you have uh, obviously listeners who have their own labels, maybe you know they're interested in in that process. What what does that look like? Um, that's actually something I'm like not too good at because I'm not really good at uh, like being pushy on people. So. Uh, like, I do my best. Like, I'm very active on the social medias, like, uh, Facebook and Instagram. I'm always posting things. And, like, it's not even always necessarily, like, hey, buy, buy a record or listen to this band. Like, it's just, like, jokes, funny stuff, memes. Like, like I'm, uh, I'm always, like, trying to make, like, punk music memes or whatever. And it's, like, even if it's, like, no one actually cares and no one buys record at least they kind of like get a laugh out of it do you think that the genre of music the, would you would you categorize most of the artists on your label as being lo-fi artists um i guess i would just because a lot of the bands i've listened to are uh self-recorded so that uh, just like Ron is known gives us a, a lo-fi aesthetic. Uh, like a lot of the things I've listened to were like I put out and have are like recorded like in major studios and stuff. Like a lot of the records I've done are like professionally recorded and mastered. But like a lot of a lot of them too are just like recorded by the band themselves. And are you promoting mostly now, or putting out rather, mostly now? Are you putting out vinyl? Are you putting out tapes? What what what, what does that look like? Uh, for the first bunch of releases, it was tapes, and then I started getting into to vinyl. So I have like two twelve inches and two seven inches out. Uh, I have two releases in the works, and the one is going to be a, a tape and CD release, and then the other is just going to be a, like a really short run tape. 
but I've also done like uh, CDRs too recently for like. But uh, the one um, that's going to happen soon is like a professional CD of like a crazy packaging and stuff. Okay. Would you say that the independent record label scene now is is similar to? Because I can remember back uh, in the in the eighties and the late eighties or early eighties when you had a lot of the 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 vinyl stuff coming out of California, uh, which was more of the, the the punk scene at the time, like the SST Corporation and, and labels like that. You know, where like the the butthole surfers and a lot of the artists like that. And the Meat Men, the the Minute Men, the Meat Puppets, or not Meat Men, Minute Men, the Meat Puppets, artists like that were on that label. Uh, would you say that your experience has been like the lo-fi scene is a lot like that in terms of it's still kind of underground more than mainstream? Yeah, it's definitely uh, way underground, which is uh, which is cool because like. Sometimes you listen like the songs on the radio, and you're like, oh, I can't believe this is what people listen to. Yeah, see, I I would agree with that, you know, and 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 uh, I was talking recently to 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 uh, Nephi Winchester, my partner on the show, and you know, we we're kind of talking about just that that whole thing, you know, with with overproduced music, and 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 then again, you know, one of the things I'll say. You know, I don't like speaking negatively about any artist because I think every artist has their own perspective on things. Um, but the other side of that is there are and there are some artists out there. You know, there's many of them in in all genres of music, especially you know even stuff that is mainstream that that are very successful in what they do uh, from the standpoint of you know their style of music and and actually some of it is really good. Though kind of like what you're saying, you listen to some of the things on the radio and, and you you look at it and you're like, well, anybody could create this. How is this something that's successful? You know, that's not, that's not true music. I mean, over, over synthesized, you know, overproduced kind of, as we mentioned before, um, you know, how, how do you think that a lot of the, the music, like on these independent labels like yours, how do you, how do you think that that compares and, and how is it possible for these artists to to get the music out there and even to possibly cross over uh, to a large genre of audience. What do you think is the possibility of that? Uh, the possibility, I think, is really good. It's more just about uh, like finding the people. Like like you listen to the songs on the radio, and again, like it's just so manufactured, and you know they you can tell like the musicians have no real passion or they're not actually like saying something about the music they're just there to like kind of get something on the radio and then so that's that's what that's the struggle because these major labels and these major like music corporations they they pay for the radio time and then so that's how the bands get popular it's not because people actually care it's because people are paying like radio stations to try and get people to care and so it's more just about like staying true to like what you want to do and what your beliefs are because if like success finds people if they work hard enough and they care hard enough and they're like true to themselves. So yeah, I agree with that. Like, 
finding it's about like trying to find who is actually worth finding as a fan base, I guess. And and do you think that a good place for like a lot of our listeners obviously there are musicians in addition to being fans of, of lo fi music. Uh do you think that a good place to start for a lot of these artists is to self promote or to get on with uh like you said, like a label like yours uh, an independent label that, that can do some type of promotion for them. Uh, do you think that's kind of the, the first step? Uh, obviously compared to say some of the mainstream type of artists in the, in the, the traditional path through the major record, record labels in the past and, you know, obviously massive distribution. Yeah, absolutely. And like, like going back to the story about how like when I first wanted to start and like everyone kept telling me no, it's the same thing. Like you need to, just kind of start things out and like do do things yourself. Like that's what the whole like DIY like mantra comes from. Cause like no one else is going to really do it for you. And then so like, it's all about like, I'm trying to find the words. I'm not a good speaker, but, uh, Oh, that's fine. Don't worry about it. That, that's, <laughs> that, that's the one thing about our show. You know, Lance is, you know, we, we talk to real people about real, real topics. And and obviously yeah. we want it to be a real conversation. You know, the last thing the last thing we want it to be is is too polished or too professional. You know, I mean, we 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 just want to talk about the music and, and we want it to be around people that appreciate it. That's cool. But continue your story. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I don't, I don't even know where I was going with it. You were talking about how you when you begin the the idea behind it when you begin and you would talk oh, to yeah, the artists yeah. and they. they yeah, so, like, you need to, like, believe in yourself and try and do things yourself. Like, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. So, tell me about your band and, and you know, your band obviously is on the label as well. What What is the name of your band? Uh, my band is called McGarnagle. Okay, okay. And, and tell me a little bit, tell the listeners a little bit about, you know, the, the, the music. What, what, what style or genre would you say that the, the music is for your band? Um, we kind of classify it as like, uh, mathy, anti-folk, irreverent, nostalgic core. Uh, just kind of like a joke. Like we play like acoustic instruments, like acoustic guitars, uh, my bandmate plays like banjo a lot and some of them sometimes I'll do plus that like a glockenspiel or a melodica. But we're very uh our influences like we're we're not like a folk band, like we don't just play chords or whatever. So we we do like kind of like happy and like progressive riffs. And then um obviously like when you sing songs, like we kinda have fun, so all of our like lyrics are kind of like jokey or like about the stuff that we really care about. So like I said, like our band name is a Simpsons reference, and then, like, my label is a Doug reference, and then so, like, we have songs about, like, Seinfeld, and it's just, like, just, like, whatever, whatever we can have, like, fun with. But, uh, yeah. But that's so cool. That's get, cool, man. Yeah, it's, it's weird, because, like, uh, sometimes we get, like, the most off-the-wall comparisons from people, like, like, minstrels, like, the old, uh, and then, uh, like, sometimes we get, like, leftover crack which, like, I've never really listened to, so I don't know. Uh, 
lately we've been getting a lot of uh, Palzo, which I guess is like a 90s math rock band, but like I haven't like really, really listened to them. So I don't know. Okay. Like, we have like a wide range of influences, and then so we bring all of those influences to ourselves because we just like to make something that's interesting and fun. Well, you know, and that's and that's another thing, you know, some of the interviews that I've done so far, you know, the one the thing that's a common theme, is, you know, is that the artists that they appreciate music, you know, they appreciate the the art of music, and and part of that is is having fun. Part of that is enjoying what you're doing. You know, if if the if the end goal is you're trying to produce something that is going to sell to the masses. And you're trying to put something out there that people are going to be interested in, and it's going to be mass appeal. Then you're not truly doing it for the music's sake. You're doing it for commercial appeal. And your bottom line is, you, you might as well write a, write a you know write a jingle, you know, for for an advertisement on TV because the end result's the same. You know, you're generating revenue from it, and that's the mindset when you went about it. But the artists like yourself, the other artists that I talked to, you know. The end goal is not that. The end goal is the music itself. You're enjoying the process. You're enjoying creating the, the music, and then you're enjoying playing the music. And whether you're playing in front of one person or playing in front of 10,000 people, you're still enjoying the music just the same. And I think that's the difference because, you know, it, if I think that if you were to do some of the stuff, you know, like I said, you, you were talking about that earlier, some of the traditional, the more you know, mainstream music, I can't imagine playing that music over and over again <laughs> in front of small people and going, yeah, this is great. No, not at all. And, and only it, the only way it would make sense is like, okay, I'm playing in front of 20,000 or 50,000 people and, you know, and, and they're all screaming and stuff. And so, yeah, that's the momentum of it. But the music itself, is it's not artistic, not in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. And, like, it's all about, like, like, trying to have fun, and then, like, because, like, that's why I'm in a band, to have fun. It's not to, for any other reason. Like, the reason, like, I find the label fun, so that's why I do it. Not for money, because, like, I've lost a lot of money doing it. It's just, like, something that's fun. And then, like, you're saying with these, like, overproduced songs that, like, don't mean anything, you know, it's, like, because they're just trying to, like, go down the, the list of, like, demographics that they can, like, exploit for money. And it's, like, one of those things where, like, if you try and please everyone, you don't actually please anyone. And then so you need to... Oh, yeah, please, definitely. You need, to, you need to please yourself. And then so, like, music's about that. Like, it's about, like, hitting your own creativity and then, like, having a lot of fun. Well, I agree, man. I agree. Tell me tell me a little bit. Are, are, are you, uh, as as an artist with, with your band, are y'all are are playing shows right now? Uh, we had some recently. Right now, we don't have any coming up. Sometimes, like, uh, shows come in waves where, you know, so it's like one, you'll go, like, two or three weeks with having a show every weekend, and then you'll go, like, two months without one. So uh, we played some a couple weeks ago. We don't really have anything coming up, though, at least that I know of. What type of shows normally do y'all have? I mean, what's what's like what's what's your audience typically like? Is it like, you know, fifty, hundred, thousand? I mean, what what's your what's your typical show look like? Or is there a typical show? Yeah, uh, it's hard to to gauge. Like, 
sometimes we'll like we're more in like the, the the DIY scene, so we do a lot of like underground like basement stuff or like coffee shops. We play a lot just because like we love like the vibe. It's just like really fun. So you don't want to like ever get stressed out for a show. Like we've played on stages in front of like a lot of people, and we played like fests and stuff. But like we like kind of like keeping the crowd like a little smaller. And Especially and do you the, think that's because the kind of music you play and 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 the interaction involved in it? Do you think that has a lot of to do with that? Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, our lyrics are like pretty humorous, and then so to to feed off the energy of the crowd, they need to be paying attention to so they can we can like hear them like have fun because like anytime we play a bar, people are just like too busy drinking and they're not listening to the music, and then you kind of get bummed out, and then you're not having fun. And then if you're not having fun, then what's the point? So, like, we definitely, like, uh, yeah, like, smaller crowds, attentive crowds, more, like, funky crowds, I guess. Would you would you put your music even in the, the category of a band like Wilco? Um, someone, like, did that comparison for us, too. Um, I don't know. Uh like, I haven't listened to too much of Wilco, so I don't really know. Like, I don't really know, uh, like, the album A Ghost Is Born. And, uh, like, that's a really good, like, slow and, like, depressing album. But, like, I think our songs are a lot more dynamic and faster tempoed. The, the only reason I make that comparison is because, it, I mean, sometimes they play some really big shows, but, you know, they're, they've had some a lot of success over the years. But, but I think... Why I make that comparison is based kind of on the the idea that it's whimsical, you know. They don't take themselves too seriously when it comes to uh, the songs that they write. Uh, you know, the music itself, yes, but but the 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 ideas behind it, it's it's supposed to be more more fun, and you know, it's and more uh, enjoyable. And so I think th- that's the only reason I make that comparison. You know, I I I I, I myself think that every band is unique. Uh, unless, unless, you know, you can put them in a box, but, but I think the only reason to put a, put an artist in a box is to, to have some type of compare and contrast. So when you listen to music as a genre and people go, oh yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's punk music or, you know, that's, that's acid rock or that's, you know, that's lo-fi or that's, you know, that's, uh, that's fusion metal or whatever it is, you know, you're using that only as a yardstick. So you have some kind of comparison. I, I don't think necessarily that every artist is the same. And, and I only, and like I said, I don't mean to put, the, put that label on you. I just ask the question just because from what you're saying, I kind of get that vibe. Hey, this, this has definitely got something similar. Like, you know, for our people who are more interested in, in artists like that, that, that are looking for the whole experience. When they come to your show, people go away with a sense of, Oh my gosh, this was a fun show. And, and they're not just lost on the music; they're enjoying the experience itself. I mean, would you say that your fans are are, are like that? Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, the way you just described uh, Wilco is our like how we try and go think about things too. Like, uh, like we kind of have like our lyrics. We have like the lyrics just because like every song has to. Otherwise, it's like people don't really care. Even though I'm like really big on post rock and stuff. But uh, so that's like just something we kind of add to it and to have fun. If we get like people 
more interested in that way, but like we definitely focus more on like our music and our riffs. And uh Well that's yeah. Well tell yeah, me like tell me a little bit, are there any other artists on the label that you kinda like to mention in terms of, you know, just that these are these are kinda bands that you that you're really interested in yourself and, you know, kinda just wanted to just can get more information on. I mean, is is are there any of those artists that you you kind of come to mind? Yeah, uh, one of the the vinyl releases I did um, last year, and that was uh, a band from Chicago called Engines, and like they're really incredible, and uh, they're all very rooted in the like the the punk and the DIY scenes with like members of the band running different various labels themselves and like they're great uh uh a while ago i did a tape for a band called broski and that's a, a band that's very up my my alley musically they're very uh like dynamic and jangle funky but also kind of almost a little like progressive and upbeat and dancing and fun kind of think i release me see if i can what about the the most recent one? I think we were kind of talking about that before. Uh, uh, what is the name of the artist? The other one, you, you, I think you're involved in that in some capacity yourself, right? Oh, Craig Diamond? Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. that's me making kind of like ambient and like melancholic guitar loops and like guitar, like, like cool little things. So it's very... Or like, soundscape? Kind of soundscapes? Yeah, I wouldn't say it's like full-blown soundscapes. It's not really just atmospheres. There's also like a lot of guitar lines. But yeah, that's kind of what I was kind of going for with it. Okay. Kind of like... Well, I mean, our listeners listeners will definitely be interested in checking those out and those artists out, you know, and obviously all the other latest releases and new releases that you have coming out. Kind of give... Give us a little takeaway, if you will. I mean, is there a is there an underground scene uh, in Pennsylvania that that that's pretty strong? I mean, are, you, are there artists there local, or, or or do you get a lot of the the artists that come from places like Chicago, where there's such a huge lo-fi underground scene still, uh, or places like that? I mean, kind of kind of you know touch on that a little bit. Yeah, like I'm uh, based in the Lehigh Valley. And so, like, there are a lot of great bands in this area, like, both now and throughout its history. Like, you don't even have to go far back to find, uh, like, underground punk bands that have, like, become, like, kind of, like, major names. And then, uh, like, my bandmate lives in Philly, so I'm down there a lot, and I see a lot of shows down there. And, uh, so, like, there are some, like, really incredible bands there, like, uh, there's this band called Shy, uh, who I'm friends with, and then they're just like really crazy, mappy, progressive jazz, and it's just like oh wow, oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, that's got a cool, cool vibe. I always that's my my background. I come I come from a, a background in a lot of different types of music. I mean, underground rock, uh, definitely uh, mod music and and techno, uh, punk. Uh, and then even, like I said, jazz, a huge, a huge following of, of underground jazz. Oh, definitely, man. I mean, that's, that's the whole thing. I, I think, 
I think you have to have an open mindset when it comes to music, and, and, and I'll listen to anything once. I mean, I even listen to the screaming metal stuff, and you know, and I and I and I understand that people have appreciation for that stuff, but you know, it doesn't do anything for me. But you know, I I I can understand people that enjoy it, you know. But it's definitely not my my you know my cup of tea, or you know. But anyway, that's just kind of yeah, you know. I think a, I think you, that's like a goal with my label too. Like I'm like I really like want to keep it kind of eclectic and different and. I have all these releases that are, like, not like the others. So, like, there are some labels out there where it's, like, you see the band and you're, like, and they're, and you're, like, oh, they're on this label. So, like, automatically you know what they sound like, which is cool, too. Oh, yeah. That's very helpful in finding new bands, too. And you could just go to a label, like, see a band you like, go to their label, and then be, like, oh, wow, so that means I'll like all these other bands, too. And that could probably help with promotion, too, because then you can only, like, focus on like one audience to kind of promote yourself to but uh like yeah i love music i love like almost every genre i love just like everything about it so i want to like take part and help that stuff so like like you're saying like the the middle of the stream i have like some like screamer releases too with like swimmer songs and polyphony and they're great i love those releases and those bands and then i also have you know, the the ambient melancholic just guitar loops. I have uh like electric beats, I have really like experimental I have like a harsh noise release, I have like all that stuff to like generic like indie pop that's like really catchy and stuff. So yeah, I like I like well, how do how do our listeners get how do our listeners get your music, man? I mean what do they what do they need to do to get copies of the of the artists that are on your label? Um, I have a, a Facebook. It's facebook.com slash killer tofu rex, R-E-C-S. And then I also have okay. killer tofu rex dot store envy, which is where you can buy the stuff. And then I also have killer tofu record dot bandcamp dot com, which is where you can listen or download every release, not even, cause like the store in, that is just like kind of what I still have in stock. So like I have like, 30 plus releases and then there's only like a couple killer tofu things in my store. I have a lot of like distro items too, which is really cool. But, uh, so like to kind of go back and listen to the older stuff, uh, the bank camp would be the way to go. Well, sweet, man. Well, I'll tell you what, Lance, I appreciate you, you know, taking time and, 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 and hopping on the show and, you know, and, and I wish you continued success doing what you're doing. You know, hopefully at some point, you know, we'll be able to, to, to meet you in person. And, you know, and, and obviously one of the things, you know, we, we, we always say is, you know, we want everybody to keep making music, you know, and, and obviously keep doing their own thing, you know, and, and, and just love the, love the process, you know, because if you don't love the process, then, you know, you, you get too tied up on, on, you know, the end result. And obviously, sometimes some of the best, the best music, in my opinion, some of the best music comes out of those impromptu jam sessions with, with fellow musicians and, you know, and you, and you get some great stuff laid down sometime. Uh, so I appreciate, like I said, man, and, and, and just, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Cool. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Thank you for reaching out to me. Thanks for waiting for, me to get back to you sometimes i'm not so good at that <laughs> hey man you know what we all get busy 
life life is is what it is. But but thanks again, man, and 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 we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thank you so much. I can't thank you enough. All right, take All right. care. Take, take it easy. Yeah. And we're back. Hey, that was a good, good interview with Lance from Killer Tofu Records. Yeah, you know, that was kind of fun. And, and uh, it's kind of interesting, you know, to have an interview, like I said, with the label guys. Uh, so they, they definitely get a different kind of perspective. And kind of one thing the listeners will kind of take away from that for sure is the fact that, you know, he said he's got another job. You know, he uh, doesn't do this. This is not a full-time thing. You know, this is a love. You know, it's kind of like when we talk to... Uh, talk to uh oh, his name is escaping me and I, and I apologize for that our, our buddy in brazil uh when we talked to him you know he was saying that you know he just loves playing well i, I think lance kind of loves the music but he also just loves being involved with all these different artists you know what i mean if he makes a little bit of money here on the side that's great but his primary focus is like he said is just to get the music out there yeah that's cool because you know I don't know. To me, that's like a real artist, you know, getting out there and trying to, you know, share that music with everybody, not looking for a quick buck or trying to conform to like, oh, I'm trying to look for this type of sound because it's like the new, cool, trendy sound that people are looking for. So I'm going to kind of stir my music that way. No, he's real to what he's doing and real to the um, to his music. So that's that's always a really cool thing about some of these bands and some of these labels that are doing these things. Now, you'd, he said he had his own band, right? So... Yeah, yeah, that, and that's—I think—that's the next track you're going to play. Uh, the band is called um, McGarnacle. Okay, and and uh, I'm not sure what's what's the what's the name of the yeah McGarnacle code name the Reaper. So let's go so ahead and check him it. out. Yeah, and let's check them out.
okay. That was a long song, man. But uh, you know, I, I kind of I, I like the guitar riff. Did you go to sleep or something? Did you go to sleep to this music or what? Because I'm asking no, you. No, you... no, I was awake, man. I just, uh, you know. Well, I mean, McCarnigle, man. I mean, I, I'd like to hear some uh, McCarnigle with some vocals. Yeah, me too. Uh, let me just tell you, I was listening to it. Not to say it sucks or anything. I'm not saying that. It's pretty cool. It's different. It's uh, it's. It's different. Now, in my mind, I was taken away. I could see, like, let me just tell you what I was imaging. When I was listening to this, I, I could see court gestures jumping around, <laughs> you know, and all that kind of stuff. And then I found myself, you know, in my own mind in darkness with looking for a rope. I don't know what I was going to do with that rope. But... Looking for a rope? Looking for a rope, <laughs> looking for a rope yeah. <laughs> A rope with a noose on the end of it, you know. I don't know. <laughs> it was, it was, um, like I said, I don't know, man. I mean, I, you know, it, it, it's an acquired taste, I guess. I mean, I, 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 when I talked to Lance about that, he said, you know, that was kind of an instrumental track, but, uh, you know, I mean, it's, I, I dig the, I dig the guitar vibe, though, man. The guitar was really cool, but like I said, I think it needed something, it needs something to kind of offset that a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I you know, it's, you know, it's, to me, it's like classical or whatever. You know, kind of mixture with, I don't know. But, um, yeah, I would like to hear more. And maybe we can get some more of his music on here or something like that with maybe some vocals or something. I guess I'm just a vocally type of person. I want to I want to hear some stuff like that. But, yeah, that, that was a little different. Now, if you heard any noise earlier, you know, um, that was Blackjack. Actually, Blackjack was supposed to sit in with us today for this, uh, this show. But he was late, so I kicked him out. So, yeah. Is he already out of school? Uh, yeah, he's out of school. You know, he's just hanging out, doing his thing, you know, but, you know, he comes in late and he gets kicked out. I don't deal with that. So, yeah, see you later, Blackjack, next time. That, that reminds me of uh, somebody else used to get kicked out. I'm going to laugh because I know what's going <laughs> to You're he late. You get your ass thrown out. You get, get your ass thrown out, like, for real. <laughs> You're late getting here. You're, you're sitting outside. Yep. Sir, it's too hot, sir. <laughs> yeah, the good old days, boy. The good old days. So he sent us another guy or another artist. is called Daywand and Glucose. Glucose, I guess that's what it says. Uh, okay. so, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I think, I think. Um, I mean, again, man. No, no dissing on anybody. Everybody's got their own style of music. Exactly. And I, and I think that, you know, that music definitely appeals to somebody, somebody out there really likes that style. So, yeah, you know, they, especially if they like guitar, if they like guitar music, it appeals to them. Yeah. You but, know, I, I always say this, and I think we talked about this. What may suck to me, you may like it. And what I, what you like, I think it sucks. So, I, you know, uh, no, you know, everybody has their own style, like you said, and, you know, what we may like, you know, somebody might dislike, you know, so I don't know, whatever, but uh, you want to check them out and see how, you know, because... Yeah, let's take, let's take a listen. Okay, this is Day One Glucose. <laughs>
Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, that's an acquired, uh, Mixture. I mean, I don't know. It kind of, it kind of has a kind of a, I don't even know what, what you call that. I call it, I call it a Nintendo game of Jason in the hood. <laughs> that's what I call it. A Nintendo game <laughs> of Jason in the hood. I think it's a Nintendo game with like a random choir singer. Yeah. Like, he must be, he must be in a room by himself and. As you hit the level, he sings his, his, his song or whatever. I don't know. Get his, uh, getting something cut off or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, nothing against the band. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know the premise behind it. I mean, I'm sure they had some uh, thought, you know. I mean, most of us, you know, we record something, we got some kind of idea in mind, and there, there may have been some thought. Maybe there's a mood they're trying to strike. I, I don't know what that mood is, but you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe something. Well, like I said, it's to me, it's like a, a Nintendo game of Jason in the Hood because I I felt I heard elements of a game, and then I could see like, you know, this dude walking down the street with a butcher knife, but he's in the hood because it's. Ga- ga- I could hear like rapping to this, you know, you know, it had yeah. a good beat. I like the beat. I like, you know, I really did like it. It was different, but it had like different elements, like you were saying, like you had a guy in the background going, oh, 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 and then. You know, you hear that, you know, just like, I just could see something happening, you know, something getting cut off or something getting hacked off. I don't know, but it's good. Somebody yeah. gets hacked up. Hacked up. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody in a closet shaking in the nude. Like, oh no, not me. Oh, not me. No. But yeah, something like that. <laughs> but you know, man, again, as you know, our, our opinions are only our opinions and, uh, you know, there may be some some of y'all out there who who want to get a hold of that track, and mm-hmm. you know, you can find it via Killer Tofu Records, or you can find it via Killer Tofu Records via Bandcamp. Yeah, everything uh, can be found on, on Bandcamp. So yeah, you guys could check it out because there's there's you know some good stuff on there. It's different, and you know that's what makes music music. It's when it's different. It's not something like someone's trying to regurgitate, like I keep saying, you know. Yeah, it's and some things you know you, you, to call it music might be an overstatement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I've heard some some labels that put out some stuff that are like totally like noise. Like there was one when I was in Japan. I don't remember the name, but boy, I tell you, uh, you could hear like car motors starting and and someone screaming. And what, actually, was that Rape a Lot Records. Ra- yeah, I think it was Rape a Lot Records. You can find them at <laughs> www.rapealot. That's with a big old capital letters, a lot, records.com. There's a picture of like a, a Japanese son on the, on the cover. Yeah, and, and, and another Japanese dude with his eyes, you know, kind of like, you know, his eyes and his mouth wide open. His eyes are wide open and he's screaming. You know, you know like, our lizards, man, are going to try to find that label. <laughs> They're going to end up with Rap-A-Lot down in Houston. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Rap-A-Lot Records. I don't even know if they're still around, but oh, well, Rap-A-Lot. No, but you can find these guys on Killer Tofu website. Um, that's KillerTofu.com or the Bandcamp Killer Tofu page as well. So it was a, a, a great show because we had some different, uh, you know, uh, t- styles of music on this one label. And then the interview with Lance was really cool too because we got the insights of, you know, someone who's in a band also running an independent label or, or a DIY label. And, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I want to remind all you guys too that if you have a band or if you're in the late, you know, if you're a label or something and would like to be on our show, please uh, message us on uh, our Facebook page at uh, Radio Free Lo-Fi, or you can email us at radiofreelofi at gmail dot com. Any la- as always, 
keep doing what you do. Keep playing music. Keep keep you know creating creating things. You know whatever whatever that is, man. Because at the end of the day, you know who's to say what 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 is art and what's not. You know and get your express yourself, man. Express yourself. Yeah, exactly. Express yourself in whatever way you know you can or whatever. But you know, any last things you want to say or anything like that. Johnny? No, I, I kind of think I've, I've kind of said it. I mean, you know, if you if you want to 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 get your stuff out there, you know, we're one of many many venues in which to do that. Right. And and you know, and and I think it's important, you know, for independent musicians to continue doing independent music. I mean, granted, you know, there's there's benefits to to having the distribution through a major label and all that, but you know, that's its own entity. Uh. That's it, man. I mean, just, you know, everybody just, just be you. You know, and I always suggest for you guys, never, never, ever stop eating your Wheaties, your Cheerios, whatever. Try almond milk. It's pretty good, too. And I also want to tell you that one thing I like to do, and I've told Johnny this before, that I like to kind of like get on Bandcamp and other websites and just find other kind of cool songs that I might, you know, think they're pretty cool. But anyway, I ran into... Uh, another label called Z tapes and they had an artist on their Facebook page actually. And the artist was, uh, his name is called candy at C A N D Y. And one of the songs that stood out to me that they, they had on there, I thought it was really cool. It had a good unique sound and everything it was called apartments in the city. So that being said, I grant you and I wish you, and I send you lots of peace and joy in your heart and we're going to get out of here. And until next time, I bid you peace, farewell. And we're going to leave you with a song from Candy Apartments. Oh, it's Apartment in the City.